You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode five of Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Chelsea Valentino. Chelsea runs a multi-award-winning business specializing in lash and brow designs and is one of Western Australia's brand new leading cosmetic tattoo artists. After running her beauty business for four and a half years, Chelsea decided to close her doors and have an incredible traveling experience. From that, found a complete location change and decided to niche her services from beauty therapy to brow designing. She's set up her studio from home and is focused on growing her business to the next level. Chelsea has this go-getting hashtag beauty boss mentality, which I was instantly attracted to and I'm so grateful to have had this opportunity to share some time with her. So let's get into it. Chelsea, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. So good to have you here. And now can I just say for the listeners that Chelsea has got Beauty Boss written all over her. I'm so happy to have her on the show. She's a member of our Beauty Business Co. Society group. And Chelsea actually reached out to me to be a featured guest on the show, which um, I just thought, wow, how fantastic is that? And I believe anyone who puts that into a, um, you know, forward thinking movement to say, look, I, I really want Angela to interview me so I can share my message is definitely going places. So, so happy to have you here and hear about all your beauty boss journey. So I'll get you to kick off the show with what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Uh, a beauty boss to me is just someone that loves the beauty industry. They've found their niche within it and they're just running with that. Yes, I love that. That's good. And you're living proof of that. So we'll share your story with the listeners. Um, what got you into the beauty industry and share a little bit, bit about your whole path and your journey and then where you are today. That would be very, very good to hear. No worries. So uh, originally I grew up in Esperance and I moved to Caratha at about 18 or 19 so um, from there, I had no idea what a beautician even was. <laughs> and basically at the time, I just, I had no job and I was broke and I pretty much printed out a whole heap of resumes and I walked around town and I handed them out. And um, yeah, I, I went into a beauty salon. I had no idea what they even did in there. And they called me back that afternoon and said, can you start as a, a beauty trainee tomorrow? So, wow. yeah, I was like, okay, that sounds fantastic. And I remember my ex at the time, I'm like, oh, my God, I got a job. I'm going to be a beauty trainee. And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, I don't really know, but I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it was really exciting at the time. And um, yeah, from there, obviously working in the salon, I met some really amazing girls. They're really passionate about the beauty industry, which I felt like it fed me a lot more as well. Um, however, I did find the salon that I was working in, it just, it got to a point where I felt like, oh, it just isn't for me right now. So I decided to try my hand at being a production operator, uh, which is basically in the mining industry. And from there, I feel like it grew my beauty passion even more. I think being away from it, I realized how much I missed it. So from there, I made the decision that, you know, my options were very limited in Karatha. There were only three salons and um, I decided that I'm just going to go home based and start my own. So, yeah, that's what I did. Awesome. Yeah. So you did that from home and tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, where you're at in your beauty business journey. How long have you been doing what you're doing um, in your own field now? So uh, technically I've been qualified for about 10 years. Um, well, I started in the beauty, beauty industry as a trainee 10 years ago. So from home base, I really had no idea what I was doing. It wasn't really um, planned out or anything like that. It was kind of just like, oh, this is what I love doing. So this is what I'm going to do. And from there, it just really took off and it grew, you know, to me being able to expand to a bigger place. Uh, I still worked as a solopreneur. I just, you know, wasn't at that stage where I was ready to kind of manage and employ staff and I felt like it was working for me. So I ended up doing that for about four and a half years Mm -hmm. and it was really successful and I really loved it. However, from there, I decided that, you know, I was quite exhausted and a lot of my time and energy was obviously going into work. And I decided one of my other passions was to travel. So after four and a half years, I decided to close down the salon and I ended up traveling to Thailand, Japan and doing around the coast of Australia. Wow. And yeah, it was was absolutely amazing. I loved every second of it, but I still found my desire for doing brows. I still felt like I missed it a lot. So yeah, being able to travel around Australia, I found Bunbury which is in Western Australia. It's about two hours down from Perth. And I basically decided to start all over again, uh, not knowing anyone, uh, going home-based and, yeah, just seeing how it goes down here. Wow. So you've had a complete location change as well from where you were based (laughs) with your home business prior. Yeah, totally, completely, a whole new place. Oh, that's so cool so you mentioned the word brows is that what you're specializing in now I do yeah my service list is quite uh, small and it mainly revolves around eyebrows I found that I used to have a, a massive service list it was just huge it was crazy and you know half the things on there I didn't like doing you know some of the things on there I wasn't good at doing so over time I culled down to what I enjoy and what I find people come to me for the most and yeah primarily it's eyebrows so that's basically what I specialize in yeah that's amazing that's so good that you've done that because I know there is a lot to offer within our industry and my salon that I have I I 
get my hands into everything. I love sort of having a good variety. So I don't specifically specialize in anything with a, a major point of difference. But, you mm-hmm. know, I, I know that I've got my skin specific clients. I've got my tanning clients, but I've had to take massage out of the business. That was something from a health perspective I can't do anymore. But um, yeah. yeah, I was even thinking myself like, oh, how can I really cull my menu down to really be a, a bit more specific and um, tailored into what the clients are actually coming in for as well so yeah and browse it's such a amazing um service offering to um yeah be a real specialist in i know that you can pay top dollar for the brows that you do they look fantastic on your instagram page oh thank you (laughs) yeah definitely so thank you for sharing your story that's super inspiring to to know that you just sort of you stumbled across the beauty industry it's not like you sort of had that driving passion for it in the beginning and then obviously it's followed you around and and you've you've come back to your roots again and I I have no doubt that you're going to be successful with the Bunbury suburb that you've um, located to Oh, I definitely hope so. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So um, I'd love to know which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running a beauty business? So I think that it kind of depends a little bit on, you know, who you are as a person, your mindset and kind of where your business is at, you know, whether you're just starting or you're 10 years in, I feel like your hurdles would be slightly different. Uh, But for me, I find that marketing is a big thing. It's something that, you know, you need to keep it fresh and you need to keep on top of it. And as well, you need to add a lot of you into your marketing. So I found that something that if I don't keep on top of, I just get this panic of like, oh my God, I haven't posted in a while. What am I going to post? So yeah, it's really important for me. I know that you can schedule a lot of things on Facebook and Instagram and obviously you can plan them out with your Google calendars and whatnot. So that's that's a bit of a, a hurdle for me to keep on top of. Mm. Um, and probably cash flow. Accounts is not, for me, fun, but it's definitely something that I feel like, you know, you need to understand in a business, whether you're just starting out or, like I said, you have been, you know, doing it for a decade. I find a lot of small businesses or owners, especially home-based, they have no idea about where their money is coming from specifically and where exactly it's going to. Mm. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, we do run a business and our goal is to essentially make money. So to be able to do that, we really need to kind of understand what is happening with our finances. Yeah. It's funny because nearly every single person that I've interviewed on the podcast has said one of those um, things about cash flow. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely have to be putting a bit of focus on on that to help and support the community along with it. Because yeah, it can be um, yeah, it can cause a lot of um, issues within your family life and within you you know wanting to grow and scale your business and and holding you back from from that cash flow perspective. So. Um, yeah, it's really important to know your numbers and how profitable you're being and, you know, how many dollars and cents per minute you're actually making within your business and what you need to look at on a price scale of how much you're actually worth. So, yeah, so, absolutely. So for it. So, yeah, definitely. Alrighty. So what are two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when starting their own business? So my biggest thing is to set your goals. Uh, I think this is, sometimes it's a bit overlooked, but I feel like it's 
it's one of the most important things you can do for yourself and your business. I find that, um, you know, we when you set your goals and you have that kind of destination, it's easy to track your progress and to know if you're actually, you know, treading water or if you really are swimming towards where you want to go. And, you know, in business, I feel like there's so much for us to do and there's so much for us to take on that we need to have that clarity and that vision and that understanding of where it is we want to end up. Mm. So that would definitely have to be my top one. And my second one for anyone starting out would be don't be afraid to ask for help. So especially working on your own, you can kind of feel quite alone and secluded and feel like, you know, you really are doing everything on your own. You have to take it all on on your own where you actually don't. There's a lot available now, you know, in regards to Facebook pages or, you know, friends or family or other beauty bosses that you can also reach out. And a lot of, you know, genuine people that have a passion for their industry will do their best to try and help you to a certain extent. Mm. So, yeah, I feel like that's really important too. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. And, um, you know, that's why I'm building the Beauty Business Co Society Facebook group, building that community so that we can all empower, inspire, lift each other up if we're needing help within a specific um, situation within our business. And, you know, it's only in the beginning stages, but I already see that there's a lot of people engaging and, um, yeah, feeling a lot more comfortable because they can trust the people within the group and know that they're going to get a positive, um, and I guess constructive criticism. It doesn't always have to be, um, you know, with frills on it. Um, and the positivity will hopefully come through the, the criticism and constructively, given to them as well so I'm glad that you're in my group because I know that you'll have a lot of value to give to the the members in there as well thank you yeah they've already given me so much value as well so yeah it's definitely a great little group to be a part of yeah that's awesome so I'd love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without okay so the first app that I really love would be Instagram preview And that's because it gives you a clear vision of what to post and when to post it. So you can really do your whole entire layout for as long as you want. And then you can, you know, add all your hashtags. You can add exactly what you want to write or how you want to write it. And then on the day, you can just post it as you like. So, yeah, I feel like that's really important. Instagram's all about, obviously, the look. So you want to have, like, a really nice layout. And rather than just posting things here, there, and everywhere, that just helps organize everything. Mm, Yeah. So my second one would have to be collage maker. So obviously, being in the beauty industry, you do a lot of before and afters. So I find that's just really quick and easy to use. Mm -hmm. And Perfect 365, I really love this one because – Sometimes the lighting and stuff is not always perfect and I feel like it gives me a way to alter shadows and stuff like that out of my photos. Yep. So, yeah, I really like that one as well. Oh, that's good. I've got – I think I've got nearly all of those ones. I use plan (laughs) instead of the Instagram preview but it is so important to – you know, it's – as you said, marketing's one of the biggest hurdles. So if there's a tool out there like Instagram preview or plan that can actually help you – 
put all of your images into place so you're not actually posting on the go. I always feel like your planning in your social media is so, so important. And when you think about your clients being on their phones 90% of the time, um, they're going to be searching through Facebook and Instagram for you to be found rather than searching on, say, Google or, um, yeah, basically the Facebook is the new Google when it comes to finding businesses. So you really want to have some good content out there and your Instagram being visually pleasing as well. Definitely. And I think, you know, we we want everybody else to be on their phone searching for us, but we don't want to be on our phones 24-7 trying to figure out, you know, what to post and when to post it. Mm -hmm. So just having that there will just save so much time. Yeah, that's good. Thanks for sharing that. So what is one thing you are constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? So... For me, I think what I do is I always try and find the positive in every situation. Mm-hmm. So I guess sometimes, you know, I'm, I've got to search for it or sometimes it just takes a lot of time for me to look back and go, oh, okay, that's, that's the positive out of that situation because, you know, being in a service industry, it's not always easy and it's not always compliments. You know, you do unfortunately get complaints and sometimes take things a bit personal. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like sometimes you've got to be your own support and just try and, you know, look at things with the most positive outcome that you can. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, believe that any of those situations that come into your um you know, pathway, think of it as an opportunity. I always believe that whatever's happened to you in your life, you've got to look at that opportunity and how you can make that better as well. And I like to keep the positive mindset too, believe me. It's, um, yeah, it's not always easy when you, I always talk about the work-life balance with my little boy, Emilio, and trying to run the family and two businesses. But um, I think having your positive mindset is really something that keeps me quite strong during the day as well. Yeah, it is really important. Mm. So do you have any specific routines that you stick to to set your day up for success? Yes, I work out in the mornings. Um, So not every morning, but most mornings I do try to work out. I find that that's kind of just my time. Um, Nothing else matters there apart from me in that one hour. And then I'm a huge like coffeeholic, so I only have coffee once a day. But basically after my workout, once I feel like it's well-deserved, I just sit down and enjoy my cup of coffee without the TV or the phones or the tablets or any technology. And I kind of just think about everything from, you know, what I'm grateful for to um, how I could have maybe handled situations in the week a bit better or maybe, you know, ideas that have come to me about what I can do this week or, um, you know, if I have someone sitting there with me, then I just try to enjoy their company. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I'd love to meet you one day. I think that we'd, <laughs> we would get along Definitely. just fine. I'm there. Coffee coffee and beauty talks. Uh, well, I just posted today about the Beauty Business Co. retreat that I want to plan. I think I've had a lot of interest through that. So you never know. We might be seeing each other somewhere um, for a beautiful wellness retreat. <laughs> that sounds even better. Yeah. So I'll throw some rapid fire questions at you. What is the best book you've ever read? The first one that would have to come to my mind is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabriella Bernstein. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like, 
you know, we don't need to read all business, business, business all the time. So I find that was quite a spiritual one and it kind of allowed me to just sit back and not put so much pressure on myself, which I think that we all do as business owners. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. I follow a lot of what she does actually. Yeah, now, she's she's very empowering, that woman. Mm, yeah, she sure is. Now, who is someone that you would love to meet in person? I... I feel like I don't have a specific person. I kind of admire a lot of people in the brow industry, uh, especially in regard to cosmetic tattooing. So I kind of feel like anyone that's really passionate about my field, I would absolutely love to meet them. Um, Spiritually, though, I really like Alan Watts. I don't know if you've heard any of his stuff on YouTube, but I find whenever my head is running wild and overwhelmed and everything's getting crazy, I kind of go a bit down that path and he just kind of puts things back into perspective for me and then I just feel like I've kind of reset. So, yeah. Mm. No, I haven't actually heard of him. I'll have to look him up and I'll leave the links to some of his work in the show notes as well. Yeah, yeah, he's so good just about life in general, I guess, and it kind of makes you take a back seat and go, hang on a second, why am I stressing out about everything? I need to be enjoying this life. <laughs> Love it. Now, what is one thing that you've procrastinated about this week? One thing that I've procrastinated about is my goals, which is something I tell everybody not to do. And um, that's because I just starting up, I feel like my short-term goal is to find clients and get them in the door and keep them booking. Um, long term, I haven't quite figured out exactly where I want to take the business this time. So that's something that I really need to sit down and, and nut out this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. H- have you downloaded my beauty business vision planner yet? I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, I'll leave the links again of that. And okay. I encourage everybody to do that. I was even having coffee with a girlfriend who is a beauty boss in our group as well the other day, and <laughs> she hasn't done it either. And and I've commented a few times about it, but I'm like, it's a piece of gold, really, just to work at your 20, 10-year, um, you know, 360 view of where you see yourself and then to work yep. backwards. Um and, you know, there'll be a few things in there that you've already ticked off because you're already established. But, you know, even midway through your beauty business journey, it's always good to recap on, on where you see yourself because things change like you did. You know, you shut up shop and traveled the world and then came back and set up again. So, um, you know, stages of your life can change. So that I definitely encourage to do. And goal setting, I believe, is so, so important as well. I have vision boards and I have my planner that I I set my goals in place for from month to month to day to day you know and keeping myself accountable it is yeah it is really really important Mm, yeah absolutely now what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail I I feel like I don't really have a specific answer for this one um you know if I could do anything I guess it would be to train with a top brow and, you know, cosmetic tattooing artists, but still being able to travel. Mm-hmm. So I think at this stage, it's quite difficult to be in our industry and do that because obviously you need to build up regular clientele. You can't just set up shop for four weeks and then on you go. Mm. So I guess if I could somehow align that, that would be my, my ultimate dream. Well, 
you never know, I might interview one of these amazing cosmetic tattoo artists and they might give away a prize to go and visit them in Vegas. <laughs> oh, God, that would be amazing. <laughs> then you really would have to shut up shop. <laughs> be, oh, gosh. Yeah. I, I get that what you so mean, though, fun. with the whole closing your doors and justifying time out for yourself. I'm I'm in that battle at the moment with with my my mind um giving myself Mm -hmm. a break and a holiday um to go and do something for me it wasn't specifically to go do um any business mentoring stuff but yeah um it's hard when you're running your own business and as you said earlier about being that you know you're solopreneur you you get lonely it's good to have groups like this to to bring us together as well so i will do my best to find that person for you (laughs) (laughs) that would be that would be fantastic (laughs) so if you were uh stranded on a deserted island with no wi-fi what's one thing you wish you had with you i would take my mum Oh. Yeah, I could easily live on an island stranded with no Wi-Fi and just have my mum there. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. You must have a beautiful relationship. Yeah, yeah, we do. We're pretty lucky. Oh, that's good. Now, so we'll wrap it up. It's been so lovely to talk to you, Chelsea. Tell me what's next for you, what's in the works for your business, Um and yeah, tell us all the links where the listeners can go find out to get some inspiration of how you do your before and afters, how you've set up your Instagram page. I strongly um, do advise that because you've got a really good feed going on. And yeah, basically just Thank give you. us um, a bit of an insight of what's next for you. So I think at this stage, it's just uh, really small goals for me. So obviously building up that clientele, as I said before, and just trying to you know, establish regular clients. Um, I have only been open for, gosh, maybe like five weeks or something. So it's extremely new here in Bunbury. Mm. Um, So yeah, in regards to big goals, I'm not 110% yet. I did consider opening commercial when I got here, but I find that I really enjoy working from home. So I kind of like having that flexibility, I guess, which you don't necessarily get in commercials so yeah that's that's kind of where I'm at right now yeah um in regards to social media on Facebook uh it's Chelsea Valentino Browse and on Instagram it's Chelsea underscore Valentino underscore Browse so yeah hopefully they're easy enough for you guys to find and if you do follow me I would absolutely love to follow you and check out your work as well it would be amazing yeah absolutely that's beautiful and um, so normally at the end of the show, we like to give away a little um, prize to a lucky listener that I'll leave all the information on how you can win in the mm-hmm. show notes, etc. Is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners? I do have a special offer and um, this girl is actually my secret weapon. So her name is Jessica Miller and she is a business strategist. Um, Jess is so extremely talented at what she does and basically Jess offers uh, one-on-one coaching. So, you know, we do Skype meetings and um, Jess basically concentrates on my business. So I've done a lot of courses before and they're not specifically about beauty. They're kind of about business in general and you might have specific questions, but they don't get answered or you kind of have to figure it out yourself in regards to how it relates to your business. So for me, I find, you know, throughout the month, I have all these questions come into my head that I want to talk to someone about 
And basically with my Skype meetings with Jess, she just sits there and takes everything in and then gives me answers specifically to my business. So it was something that I really wanted to offer to everyone else because I think that it is really valuable to have that one-on-one time and that one-on-one mentor. Um, you know, whether you are commercial or home-based or whatever, it's just it's so much easier to have that someone listen and understand and be able to, you know, give you answers that relate to exactly what your questions are. Yeah. So normally Jess offers 90-minute Skype sessions for $247. And for all the listeners that would like a piece of Jess, she's offering it to you guys for $197. Oh, that's great. That's really yeah, good. So, so any listener nice can have account. the opportunity for this. Absolutely, yeah. Any listener can have the opportunity. And, um, yeah, like I said, Jess is my secret weapon and I really highly recommend her. So I feel like she could bring great value to anybody's beauty business. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So I guess I'll just put it out there that you can contact um, Jess directly. Where could they find the listener? Uh, yeah, so sorry, Jess where can they find business, Jess? Sorry, her business is called The Inspired Mark. So you can find her on Instagram and basically all you have to do is DM her and mention my name, so Chelsea Valentino. And, yeah, from there you get the discount and you can schedule in your 90-minute session. That's excellent. That's so beautiful. And, you know, I have basically built this business around sharing experts that I've found throughout my beauty business journey. And I absolutely love the fact that you have, first of all, put yourself out here asking to be featured on the show to share your journey with the listeners, which has been super, super inspiring. So thank you so much. But then to offer someone that you found as a piece of gold in your life to also help another beauty business owner it's just so lovely and I can just see this complete ripple effect um, happening between our community so thank you very much for being here and taking the time out of your day to be with us today you're welcome thank you so much for having me (laughs) well I'll leave you to it and you have a really good afternoon great thank you thanks Chelsea bye bye